Welcome back to the Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. Today's episode is going to be, I would say, a little bit different. I'm your host, John Melton. And I'm still Donnie Whiteman. But we're different. (laughs) (laughs) Donnie and I have matching shirts. Why? Because we love Broncos. We talk about Broncos. We work on Broncos. And we just always talk all things Bronco. And, you know, today, you know, we've always talked about the Gen 1 and the Gen 6. Today, we're going to be talking about the full-size Broncos. Everything in between. And everything in between. And it's going to be fantastic. But we're going to start out our show a little bit normal because today's episode is sponsored by Tom's Off-Road. Tom's has every part that you need to fully restore, fully build, fully develop your Ford early Bronco. I have a disclaimer. Oh, you do? Okay. We're going to talk about everything in between except the Bronco 2. <laughs> that's not full size. No, no, that's not a full size. That's bite that's, size. That's a, that's a, yeah, snack size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What have you been working on? Uh, we had Father's Day over the weekend. Did you uh, enjoy your Father's Day? Yeah, yeah. I actually got to work on a really unusual project that's in the back that you've probably seen. Oh, yeah. The microbus. Nice, nice. So You and your son work on that? Yeah, That's yeah. cool. It's an old, uh, you know, split window, V down the middle, has all the windows. And, yeah, we're basically do, doing the whole floor. Cut oh. all the rust out, replacing everything. So it's funny because the Bronco's very square and this thing's very round. Nice. So nothing goes together nicely. Yeah. But nice. yeah, it's kind of cool. He comes in about every two months, and we spend all weekend on it. So yeah, yep. I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, I didn't do anything helpful. I played Zelda with my son. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Switch, and we got you know a couple of weeks ago got the new uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and uh, he loves he loves playing it, which means that I love playing it too because we get to do it together, hang out together, even though we're playing a video game. But it's still, I'm not a big gamer but still a lot of fun to have something in common with your son. And especially being a dad, it's like you find that stuff that, you know, you can do together kind of thing. So yeah. my, my grandma gave me the switch once. <laughs> a little different. Out back. Yeah. <laughs> On a backside. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, moving into our episode today, before we get too deep into our full size episode, we're going to do a little parts corner. Um, and, uh, We got some parts to talk about that, uh, you know, we just always, we always love parts. Last week, we talked about the Father's Day gift ideas. Um, And this week, we just wanted to, uh, wanted to talk some, some uh, Bronco parts. The part that I chose again. So I already talked about this part, but it is a fantastic big break kit. Um, And it's on the Tom's Off-Road website uh, as of now. Um, and so, you know, it's just one of those things that like, I really do think this is a great, uh, great option for disc brakes for an early Bronco. Um, when I originally put on my disc brakes, it was eight years ago on my 1975, you had to grind down the knuckles. It was the GM disc brake kit. So it was for a Dana 44, but it was for, Uh, a GM Dana 44. So it didn't really fit the knuckles of an early Bronco and it didn't really 
everything didn't totally work. Um, and it was pretty lackluster, uh, if I'm being honest with stopping power, um, and, uh, not, you know, it wasn't a huge upgrade. Well, this kit that Tom's has put together is a huge upgrade from that kit. Um, and, uh, it's, it, the only thing I know it as is the big brake kit because it doesn't fit a 15 inch wheel. You have to, um, get a bigger wheel. Um, you know, if you're running 16s or 17s, I think you'll be fine. Um, but it doesn't fit a 15 inch and that's because those rotors are nice and big and it's got a big brake caliber on there, um, that, actually sits on top of the rotor. And so you don't have to grind down the knuckle. It works with stock knuckles. Um, and the kit goes together actually really, really easily. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I did it and I was like, this was awesome. Like it was super easy to install. Now I've done brake kits before. So if you're doing a brake kit, it might be a little bit complex, might be some new stuff. Um, but I'm putting out that video here soonish. Um, hopefully before this video comes out, uh, or before this episode comes out, it would, should be out on my YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I really like it and it's on Tom's website now. Well, I have one right behind me oh, that yeah. <laughs> I get to do next. Nice. And those rotors are like 13 inches. They're massive. Yeah. But you know, I looked at the one I installed a few weeks ago, which was 10 and a half, 11 inch rotors. I think they're 11s. Yeah. And it has one big piston and that thing's so big and round on the caliper, which is why you have to grind out the knuckle. And right. then the new big brake kit has two smaller pistons so it doesn't interfere and you don't have to grind it. So I was was looking at that going, well, why didn't you have to grind that? So yeah, just yeah. yesterday, I'm like, ah. And the other thing that was tricky, because it has two pistons, uh, you actually have to bleed both sides of the brake caliper, which I've never done that before. And I like, so literally I'm bleeding the whole system and bleed the calipers and I'm still, I have a soft pedal and I'm like, what is going on? Like I like, and I'm racking my brain, like what, what what's oh, happening? You did one piston. I only and not did the, one oh, yeah. piston. And so, the, you know, you still got, so then I had to redo it. I just did the front, um, and bled both sides of the caliper and then it worked great. So, but it took me that, you know, it was just when you rush through stuff because you think you know how to do everything, or I do, um, I think I know how to do everything, so I just rushed through it, you know, and I was trying to go fast and got Clark in the in the seat pumping the brakes, and he's like... <laughs> Until he's got a leg cramp. Yeah, and, he, and I'm like, what are you doing wrong, kid? <laughs> you know, and he's like, I'm trying. Is it in or out? Yeah, and... and Turns out it was my fault because I didn't bleed the, the both sides of the caliper. <laughs> Just play Zelda with him. Yeah, yeah, okay. there you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, I thought that this kit was looked like it was going to be a lot easier to install. I get to do mine in like two weeks. Nice. So, but it all came in pretty pumped about that. Nice. Uh, my my new part is a tool. <laughs> Imagine that. And it's actually the toolbox. So I was at my nephew's uh, last weekend helping him, and. Uh, my dad got him a toolbox and I showed him how to set the whole thing up. It's on casters, but it's like, you know, a uh, bench height. So you have a work surface on top, but I can't tell you how important it is having a, just a decent toolbox and a drawer for each thing, like a drawer for screwdrivers, a drawer for wrenches, a drawer for sockets or two. Yeah. Um, but I got a new one at home and it's like, I don't even know, like 62 inches wide and it's just awesome because I can build heads on it. I mean, I can do all kinds of things on this. And, you know, 
but it's a toolbox. And if I want to roll it outside, I can because it's on casters. So for me, you know, the money you spend on a toolbox just makes your life so much better. Yeah. But yeah. I don't have a brand specifically that I want to push, but, um, you know, there really aren't too many really crappy ones out there. If you yeah. go to like Lowe's or Home Depot, their toolboxes are good. Well, even Harbor Freight, I feel like those toolboxes are pretty decent. Harbor Freight's been up in their game, even though keeping the prices down, but still up in their game on stuff. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Good one. Good one. Toolbox. Well, moving through our episode today, we got this email from Kevin Beeman. He said, I've got a 1989 Bronco and I keep finding next to nothing available for these great trucks. Gen one and gen six are ubiquitous. Gen two gets lots of love. Tom's Off-Road only carries a very small selection. Jeff's Bronco Graveyard has some parts, but not too much. Even at Super Celebration, I spotted very few Gen 4s. So that got us. That got our juices flowing for the full-size Bronco. And uh, so Donnie and I thought, hey, what about some content on the uh, Gen 2, 3, 4, 5 Broncos? What, What does that look like? And so... Donnie and I started talking, and let me say, thank you, uh, Kevin Beeman, for sending in your email. If you have an email, shoot it over to us. If you got a question, shoot it over, questions at thebroncast.com. That is Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S at thebroncast, T-H-E-B-R-O-N-C-A-S-T dot com. And uh, shoot us an email because we love we love hearing from you guys, especially when you have a question or you have something that you want us to talk about. Um, even if you think of something random, if you think of something funny, we'll definitely talk about it on air because um, we we would love that. But yeah, we want to just talk about uh, the full size today. This is a this is a loose podcast episode. I don't know that we have a whole lot of planning in this one. We just kind of kind of wanted to talk full size. You know, <laughs> talking full size, Talk all right, big stuff. Yeah. So, uh, we've been nice enough. Our Georgia Broncos was nice enough to give us these lovely banners that we put, uh, in the background of Donnie's shop, um, which goes through each year. So gen second gen Broncos, 1978 to 79, third generation, 1980 to 1986, fourth generation, 87 to 91, Fifth generation, 92 to 96. Until OJ. Do you know all the nicknames? <laughs> you know, uh, I think the first one, Gen 2, is Bullnose. Nope. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Brick Nose. No. <laughs> Why don't you tell me and we'll start this over? <laughs> we got to leave that in. That was amazing. <laughs> okay. Gen three is the bull nose. That's what we're wearing shirts for. Gen three. Oh, I could have just looked at your you shirt. Could've, you could have. I already looked at your shirt. We're matching today. <laughs> Gen four is the brick nose. Gen five is the. OBS, original body style, or I heard another name for OBS. Uh, arrow? Well, Arrow, yeah, that that is the Arrow Bronco. Like the, it was the more aerodynamic one. I got one, right? You got one. You got one. And now I'm actually blanking on second gen. Um, oh, no. Well, what is the first? Uh, first gen's early Bronco. 
No, no, I meant the second gen. Second gen is why can't I think of this right now? Are you sure? Weird. Are should... you sure it's not the bull nose? No, because I'm sure that the third oh no, gen you're wearing the bull nose. Yeah, this got... one is. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm not. I, I feel I, so bad. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. For <laughs> we should be the Bronco experts, full size, and we are not Bronco people. All. We had listeners. We just yeah, lost we just them. lost them all. All right. So what is the okay full uh, second generation? All right, Google. We gotta. I can't believe <laughs> you have to Google it. I can't believe I can't remember what this is called. I hope I'm right and you got it all wrong. That would be awesome. Uh, oh, Project Shorthorn. I mean, we knew that. Oh yeah. Bullnose, Bricknose. Oh, that one's also the fifth gen is also Arrownose. Yeah. Um, dent side. Well, there's dent side, bump side, but that's a pickup. Those are pickup terms. Yeah. What's what happened? Hmm. I'm just gonna call it the Bigfoot. Hold on. I talked about this in a previous episode. Let me pull up my notes from a previous episode. That'll be fun. <laughs> Josh, our producer, is like, what am I gonna cut to make this episode make sense? You don't have to cut anything, Josh. This is real life. I told you this episode was gonna be weird when we started this thing. And it's just, it's real life. It's, it's what we do. Well, obviously we can't, uh, we're not, we're not figuring this one out. So leave a comment below. What is the second generation Bronco called? What is, what's the nickname for it? I, I don't know why we can't, we can't put our thoughts together on it. So we'll just, let's just skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're, we just lost all three of oh. our full-size subscribers. <laughs> our full-size listeners. That's right. <laughs> we will. Too so, many jokes. So, but let's segue to the good news. Okay. We actually have two full-size Broncos yep. to play with. So That's right. John's got the Gen 5 that he wanted that he gets to do all kinds of stuff with. And I got, I don't know what it's called, Gen the two, the biggest Bronco, the fullest, the fullest Bronco, <laughs> the fullest. I got a seventy nine. So yeah, buddy. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tell you what we're gonna do with those. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, I actually want a Gen three, but I having a Gen five will be fine. I I know I know it's, you know that's why it's the it's the it's that's the why shirt. I don't get you things. I know, <laughs> uh, but having a Gen five to play with is gonna be super fun because seriously, what what we were talking about. You know, it's like, what, what is there for the second gen, third gen, fourth gen, fifth gen? Like there's some stuff you can find some stuff, but the early Bronco just has so much and there's so many parts for it. I mean, literally you could build a brand new one, a brand new first generation from Tom's off-road catalog. You know, it's like they have every part that you need uh, to build one. So but with the second generation, you don't have that. With the third generation, you surely don't. I don't even know anything, you know. So, um, and the fourth and fifth, fifth generation has a little bit more, just because I feel like that's kind of uh, a pretty popular one right now. Um, and so you got some stuff. But what we're, what I want to do is kind of figure out what is the stuff that carries over from first generation through all the generations. You know, you got that Ford nine inch back there. What, what would transfer over? Could you make uh, leaf springs work 
on the fifth generation? Like, what do you have to do to the shackles? What are you going to do? Um, you know, do you have to move a mount? Do you have to do some welding? Uh, what, what shocks will work? You know, what's the, what's the droop? What's the, um, length of the shock that, that needs to be shifted? Obviously nothing from the body is going to work. Nothing in the dash is going to work. Um, so that's stuff that you don't really have to worry about, uh, or you don't have to think about there, but, what are some of those things and where else could you go to find some of this stuff, you know? Um, and, and there's, there's some good resources out there. I'm sure you guys will, will let us know, um, of some of those resources, but yeah, I just thought, man, it'd be fun to, to get another generation on the YouTube channel and start making some, some videos about, uh, about other generations. And so, uh, this opportunity with a gen five came up and, uh, we thought, well, let's, let's play with that a little bit. I've got a uh, 1979 coming, and uh, I can't wait, but it's a basket case. <laughs> like, I don't even know if it has a floor in it. <laughs> I do know that it runs and dries, but it has no brakes. Yeah. So I guess if you're just running around the farm field where it was, it's okay. But if you got to go down a hill or stop, you're, you're in trouble. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, what are my plans for it? I, you know, I got some pretty crazy plans for it. First of all, I need a tow vehicle. So I'm going to tow my Bronco oh. with the Bronco. So I wanted a full size for that main reason. But I was in um, Huntington Beach, California, uh, and there's a neighborhood right behind the pier there. And there's this white Bronco. I'm sure anyone in California that lives around there has seen it. And they cut it into a convertible. They literally, it had no roof, it had no door frames. And it, it was really cool. It looked like a convertible. So it kind of looked like an early Bronco without the door frames yeah. in it. It was so good looking, and I've wanted to do one ever since. So I'm going to somehow fab the roof together to be a one-piece roof because we need roofs around here. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I'll make the door frames. I'll weld those in too. But the first thing I need, I want to do is get my Sawzall out. And but the first thing I need to do is put some brakes on it <laughs> so I can drive it around. But it's a manual transmission. Nice. Uh so it's going to be fun to drive, yeah. um, but I think it has that really unique axle. That yeah, the I I beam twin I beam the twin I beam that has a differential in the front. So wow. it's there was one here at our last open house, which was fascinating. Just the way they designed that, and they I think they ran that for like eighteen or twenty years in the full size trucks. Huh. So um, it's supposed to be this perfect combination of um, driving and cornering and all this other stuff, but you lost a lot of travel. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's interesting, man. Okay. So seriously though, we, we would love to hear from you guys, <clears throat> you know, what, what do you think we should do? What, what are some things that we should do? Like, so I know with the gen five, uh, there is a Raptor kit, um, that you can get where it has front fenders, rear fenders, and a grill that looks like not the Bronco Raptor, but the F-150 Raptor. Um, and it makes it kind of look like an F-150 Raptor. I'm not going to do that, but I think that's super cool. Um, I forget who makes that. I know Solo Motorsports, they make a ton of, uh, you know, long travel suspension and, and all kinds of stuff for the, I think it's the fourth and fifth generation. Um, so I know there's some cool stuff out there like that, but I'm also thinking, okay, you know, I'm probably going to make more of the videos for the DIYer who's at home, who 
has his fifth gen and he's trying to figure stuff out, you know? So I'm going to work on the engine, get it running, get it driving, uh, going to work on the axles, going to work on, uh, the brakes, going to work on, you know, just the transmission getting, you know, figuring out the leaks and getting the leaks fixed and cleaning it up and getting the little interior parts, you know, trying to find those and, and sourcing those kinds of parts and that kind of stuff. So if you got a gen five and you're looking forward to some of those videos, give me a thumbs up, uh, let me know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun just to, to kind of tinker and have something. I still love early Bronco. That's, that's my passion. Um, even though we talk about gen six a lot, we still love, um, you know, love the early Broncos and that's not going to change guys. We're not, obviously (laughs) we're not, uh, turning our backs on anything, but it's like, man, especially doing the podcast, there's a lot of room for more content and room for, you know, uh, just more stuff to talk about, you know, more comparison, more, um, and there's more of the different generations, of Broncos. So it's like, why not talk about some of this other stuff? Well, and we talked about one that just went for 129,000 that was restored. So some of the things I love about the full size Bronco, let's talk about that. Um, I love the interior is the inside of the truck is massive. There's room for activities. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's, you could, I, I can run around inside the back of the truck. You should make swivel seats. Oh, the swivel buckets. Swivel around. Yeah. The swivel buckets. That's a very seventies thing. It is. Yeah, Yeah, that is. Uh, uh, One of my favorite things is they, they had a red interior in the full size Broncos that was like a Twizzler red, like licorice. Yeah. Everything was red. Yes. The carpet, the dash, and it matched. It was so intense. It was like being inside, you know, a, a Twizzler, Twizzler package. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to try and do that. I love the freestyle graphics they had oh, during man. those years. Yes. Yeah. And I told you I love shag carpeting. So mine, oh, yep. mine will have shag. Nice. Probably red. Yep. But yep. yeah, I just, the consoles, the dashes and the interior and the consoles were such a departure from the Spartan early Bronco. And uh, I just, I really love that the whole truck is just like plush. So now tow rig, we've been talking about engines. Uh, If you make it a tow rig, what are some of the things that would you keep the original engine? Would you look at a different engine? No. What would you look at? uh, Probably a new engine. And uh, to be honest, if the 10 R 80 is working out for towing, I'm going to go with that. But yeah, I'll do a, I mean, if I was going to stay old school, I'd do a 460 with an automatic, but um, there's all kinds of room in there. So I just, I don't know how much room there is under the tunnel for that big 10 speed, but I'll definitely do either the eight or the 10 speed transmission. That'd be cool. And uh, which will be nice because then a new drivetrain will be more dependable. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, and more fuel efficient. So, but at the, I mean, the most I'm going to tow is one of our Broncos on the trailer. So you are going to be working on the Bronco that is the biggest, the heaviest, the longest, and the widest. <laughs> I'll be working on the Bronco that has the best aerodynamics. We should drag race. We will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Who do you think would win? It'll depend on uh, the engine, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I actually need to tow. So I have found out very quickly that my two-door Gen 6 Bronco is is great at towing until I have to hit the brakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, it's the tail wagging the dog. So, uh, yeah, I think the uh, the idea here is to get a cool tow vehicle that's a Bronco, and it'll be part of the family. Yeah, 
Yeah. I'm interested to see how the, uh, I'm not sure if this Gen 5 that I'll be working on has it, but the automatic locking hubs work. Um, I forget if it's the Gen 5 that had that, but some of them, some of the generations had auto locking hubs and, you know, just some of the, those different features. Like I'm so used to the Dana 44 solid axle up front with the manual locking hubs and, you know, just stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see some of these differences as, as we go through, um, and look at them. Uh, what I'm excited about for your Bronco is the shag carpet. I know. And the question (laughs) is, do I take your advice and also put it on the ceiling? <laughs> that, that, so that would be, be a like, party inside. Well, then it's one of those vans. Oh, man. A 70s van, right? You should get it uh, spray painted or like a, what is it? Um, uh, where they spray paint like a mural on the outside of it. Like <laughs> you holding a sword with like a girl on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> like Star Wars. Yeah. Is that the, yeah, I got you. <laughs> be amazing. Well, if you wanted to see the whole Bronco lineup, you could come to Ford Fest. And we did it last year. We're going to do it yeah. again this year. We're working with both clubs again, the Georgia Broncos Club and the Tennessee Club. And we're going to have the whole lineup of Broncos. And uh, that, that's going to be fun. Yeah. There's going to be a huge corral there, too. So It'll be awesome. That's not till almost the end October. of September. Yeah. yeah, end of September, beginning of October. But, yeah, that's going to be a great event to, to go to and a great event to – to be at whether whatever generation Bronco you have, but you know, definitely all the generations are welcome. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off Road, for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the Broncast. We'll see you next week.